clap on. Uh, welcome to episode seven of the podcast, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's us again, just us, not anybody else, just yeah, us. Yeah, just our lonely selves. <laughs> I'm Edwin Cabrera. Chris Martin. Um, not of Coldplay, as he as he typically says every week. I'm yeah. surprised he left it out this week. I, you know, you can't do it every week. Yeah, but, you gotta, you uh, gotta switch it up. You gotta yeah. get something new. Yeah. I think we use that one a little bit too much. Um, True. Alright, so what's up? A lot has happened, I feel like, this week. A yeah, lot. Yeah, a lot of things in hip-hop. I feel yeah. like hip-hop took the summer off. And then just piled it on first I'm, week in September. I'm in agreement. I think from releases to hip-hop news um, and what have you, I think everything pretty much happened this week on some level or another. Yeah. Um, it's been a slow summer in terms of hip-hop news, but I think this week it's it's back to... It seems like the fall is going to be the year of uh, 2019 when it comes I to I feel music. like that's when everything happens in music. It's like fall, this like right before the new year, like everything pops up and then it goes into like a lull and then you have all the like right before summer hits you get all the new Mm -hmm. things that happen so i usually think it's summertime i think by june we're hearing about a lot of things happening people are out and about because it's hot you know yeah i feel feel like yeah i don't know i feel like august you go through like a lull of like nothing happening okay but that's fair yeah but yeah but anyway the fall seems like the the, yeah everything's happening all at once so so what are we going to talk about today? What's on the docket? Uh, so many things. Um, so apparently Nicki Minaj tweeted out that she's retiring. She's not, but okay. Yeah, no, it's... it's she's not retiring. She she mentioned that she like wants to like have a family, stuff like that, but... That means she's going on hiatus. She's taking an extended yeah, break. Yeah, I don't know Nothing why she new. would say, like, you know, I'm going to retire when... She's going to be back. She's the most dramatic person, like... In the history of hip hop, I feel like she just like everything is so. I'm not a Barbie, like I I I never like I don't like if you're a guy and you like Nicki Minaj music, good for you. But like I never once listened to a, a record of hers on the radio unless she had features on it that was actually good, and then like oh that that song's good. I hate every little like anyway. She's I, a she's a pop. My star. personal feelings she's aside, I feel like her personality wise, she's always like she's like. Because I, I couldn't even sit through the Joe Budden podcast when she was on because she was just screaming the whole time. But she's like the female version of Joe Budden. She just like she screams and she can't shut up and she has to get a point across and it's never her fault. Yeah. Um, that's my little Nicki Minaj rant. She's not retiring though. No way. Yeah. No, I um in complete agreement. Um, I'm but not s- not that I'm like I'm like waiting for her to put something else out. Like I'm just. She does. That's cool, but like, it's not not my thing. I'm tired of rappers retiring. I'm, I'm well. I'm sick of people retiring. like like tweeting out like like trying to build some like sort of like. No, I'm just tired of anybody retiring from hip hop. <laughs> I really like, it never seems like 95 percent of the time it's bullshit. And like this day and age, you don't need to retire. You just go quietly. If you're, yeah. I feel like if you're a rapper, you just kind of go quietly. You don't hear from you again. Yeah. You know, Andre 3000. I'm pretty sure he never said he's retiring. We all see that he's fucking retiring, yeah. you know? But once in a while, you might see him jump on a track with someone. Yeah, exactly. But Which I'm thing. okay with. That's the thing. That's like... why you don't retire, because you might want to do a track with somebody that you're interested in doing a, you know, a song with that you never got to you know, while you were blowing up in your career. Yeah. So it's like, you can never say never, I feel like, to retiring, because at the end of the day, it's writing lyrics and it's rapping you know, in front of a microphone, 
and that's it. So it's not like you're retiring from hard labor. You're not like you're yeah. 65 and your back is hurting. Yeah. And you're just like, I can't do it anymore. Been writing Gotta all these bars on my life. You're not a professional athlete who tore their ACL <laughs> and like you, you can't ball anymore. Yeah. You know, you're you write lyrics or you rap it without writing it, and then you record it and then you put it out. So it's like. But I will I will say to that though, like, I would say artists that like tour like hardcore. Yeah, I could see that. Bullshit, because they could just go in the studio if they want to. I know, but like, I don't know, man. Like, look at like, like, fucking like Drake. He like tours pretty hardcore, you know. Like, so what? He can, dude. He can record in his studio and never leave his mansion if he wanted to. Well, obviously, yeah. He can retire from touring. Yeah, but he's not retiring from music. I just feel like when you say you're retiring, from well, I'm saying that could like maybe push someone to retire. I guess. I guess. I see your point, but not really. Because you literally could just like not tour anymore. People don't tour. Some people don't tour at all. They just put yeah, music yeah. on the internet. That's fair. That doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing. They're not doing anything that is like, ex- like you know, aside from touring, which is definitely excruciating. I'm not saying it's not. But if you're, if you're a Drake, you don't have to tour. I mean, sure, you won't make as much money or you won't be as yeah. popular. You'll fall off I mean, probably generally, faster. that's what, like, that's how artists make their money is touring, essentially. Yeah. Some artists never tour. That's all I'm saying. Some artists just never tour, um, and they, they can make a living. It's not as they don't. They're not making as much, but it's possible. And that's yeah. that's also what I'm saying. With Nicki saying she's retiring, I highly doubt that's the case. She's gonna want to make a song one day with somebody or do something. Or it's just for her. I, I it's all publicity. That's all it is. I think you know, like she's. She wants to be dramatic about her exit, so when her album comes back, people are like, oh, either they're going to say, oh, she said she retired, but she really didn't, so she's back on the news that way, or people are like, oh my god, she's back if she really does take a long hiatus, which she could. She could not make music for 10 years and then make music again. That doesn't mean she's retired. She yeah. can, I guess she can come out of retirement, but when I feel like somebody retires, that means we're never going to hear from them in that realm again. When an athlete retires from football, unless you're That's Rob Gronkowski... You're probably not going to come back again because you're either yeah. old or you're or you're hurt. Yeah. You know, very li- there's a small percentage of people who come back from football because they retired early. They still have they're still healthy, or maybe they're making one last one of it and they're pretty much you know ready to go at any moment. Yeah, I just I'm sick of it. When it comes to hip hop, I feel like it's the the genre, the the medium is too easy to say that you're retired from because you can you don't have to have a lot of money. It's not like like you can literally record. On, on we can record a, a hip hop song you know? right now. For yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, what are you like? You, it's retiring from music is just weird to me because yeah. like maybe you won't be the same artist. Maybe you won't do tours anymore. Maybe you won't like do the whole label shit. Maybe you won't do a lot of rollouts. Maybe you won't do press. But if you're still making music, you're still rapping. You know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Well, uh, th- well, this is a good segue into Lloyd Banks. Oh yeah, it is that guy. Because speaking of retiring and... I, I've never talked more about Lloyd Banks before uh, since probably like 09. Yeah. That's been a while. So yeah. he's right. Nobody ain't checking for Banks. I'm yeah, I mean, it, no one's looking for you. Yeah, I'm you sorry know? to say. You was great when you came up, but Lloyd Banks is one of these people actually that, like, speaking of people who should like retire, like, dude doesn't tour. Dude doesn't come out of the, his house. He dude doesn't... doesn't he, you know, he make does, records, he's very private. Yeah. He releases stuff, so he's not retired. Oh, he, he does? Released a couple, yeah, he releases projects, though. Um, it's just what he said. Nobody's checking for him anymore. He hasn't retired yet. It's yeah. not wrong, though. So, it's not wrong. 
you know, maybe he should retire. I, mean, I feel like if Lloyd Banks said he'd retire, I'd believe him. <laughs> yeah. you know, nobody ain't checking for Banks. I loved Lloyd Banks, by the way. Like, I, he was probably my favorite of the Jew Unit crew. I think 50 was my favorite because of his antics. But I yeah. think rap Well, he, he had, like, he was entertaining and he had all the, the beefs and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, he, so. he's the best shit talker in hip hop. Yeah. Hands down. Um, but yeah, I think Lloyd from the G Unit crew was actually the, the most talented of the three. If, it, if four of the four was, I, I don't know, they added more people, I guess. Do you think he would have made it without G Unit? So say if it never existed, do you think he would have made it? Without G Unit? Yeah, I think so. I think, what, what, I think. I don't think he would have made it. All right, this is. I don't think he would have. Hot either. take. Yeah. Hot take. I don't think he would have made it because what him saying nobody checking for Lloyd Banks tells me is that he doesn't have the drive to want to put himself out there. Like he needs yeah. either a label or some sort of a backing um, or an entity like G Unit who's already huge to to really kind of put him out there. I think an artist who wants to be heard makes themselves heard even if nobody wants to hear them. Um, and the mentality that he has come off with, especially like with this tweet saying that nobody's checking for him, that's not the right mentality to have as an artist. If you have that mentality, you're probably not going to make it because you have that me- that negative mindset already. Yeah. Um, I think that having somebody like a, a big group like G-Unit, obviously one of the biggest groups in the world or probably the biggest group in the world back when they were popping, obviously that helps your career. But if, if, if you didn't have that and you have that mindset of like, you know, like, Nobody, nobody cares about me, you know. And especially if you're just if you're doing it on completely on your own, you'd never make it. So I don't, I don't see him making it just because his mindset is not that of a somebody who. Um, and we talk about this all the time. I feel like in the, on the podcast where like people sometimes who aren't that good are the ones that are grinding the hardest because they believe in themselves. Yeah, I mean, well, or they want to be heard. They have that like they don't have that part of their mind that switches off when it comes to like oh maybe people don't want to hear me. It's like I want to just I want everybody to hear me whether they like it or not. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's usually the ones that are like loud on so like social media. Yeah, you know that will do the shit talking. That will do like you know starting shit with other rappers things yeah. like that. You know. Yeah, I highly doubt somebody with that mindset is gonna make it in hip hop. They, I mean, it could be one of these things where they're so good and Lloyd Banks was very good that you know people you know he, like he, he finds a label. I mean, the thing is like he also doesn't seem like the greatest person assigned to a big label as well you know it doesn't it doesn't seem like he, he plays that that industry game so it's like so you're no. not playing you're not really playing the industry game and you're not putting yourself up there personally you don't have your own personal street team or people backing you and supporting you so he like, doesn't what, have like, what, a, what like a, his you? own sort of like brand it's it, it, i don't know it thing too is it's dude hasn't changed since g unit like he's not switched up Anything. I feel like he just has a small rapper mentality as a big name rapper. Yeah. You know, like if he just found the right. I think he just got like lucky in that that moment. Like, oh, absolutely. Back then. I think it shows because this is like him saying that is it's not like the first time we've 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 knew, known this about Banks. Like it's been like Fifty Cent has has outed him before, being like you're not motivated enough. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. Like you remember that story about um, I think Lloyd Banks' mom died. And they were in the middle, I think, of, of trying to push a Lloyd Banks project. And Lloyd Banks' mom died. And if I'm wrong, guys, you can correct me at home. But essentially, like, his mom died and he was just like, his mind was elsewhere. And he didn't really want to go through with, with any sort of more work for, you know, promoting himself. 
and 50 called him out on it. He'd be like, you know, I think, I forgot what he said, but something along the lines of like, you know, shit happens every day, you know, people gotta, people do this, you know, this music shit every day. Yeah. People lose somebody every day. So it's like, you just gotta move on. Kind of what he said, like, like just nut up and, and go out there and make some money, you know? Uh, and Lloyd Banks wasn't feeling that, and I think he took offense to it. Yeah. Because uh, he probably was looking for more support than that. But 50's a cold-blooded dude. <laughs> He's a businessman at the That's end of the day. That's what he is. He's about his um, money. So I think that ruined their relationship. Yeah. But it also, it was telling. I mean, it, it was telling about Lloyd Banks' personality because there's they, a point there to be made that 50 was making that I think he's kind of right on, although he's, he's also an asshole. A couple so. of years back, they like toured without 50 Cent. They did like a G-Unit tour without him. Yeah. I'm sure he's not the greatest person to work yeah. with. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so. And they all, it's funny how like, 50 is such a, He's an interesting character. How do you like alienate your own like <laughs> your own group? Like, <laughs> like he's nobody's had shit to safe say with about Yayo. He's definitely had shit to say about Young Buck. That like yeah. that whole thing is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the game. The game that was early. Like they got they got him in the game. Just had to follow super early. Yeah, they had process. like like a song together. <laughs> it's just like yeah, and it was a it. great <laughs> song. He's a classic. Yeah. I still love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. But yeah, they couldn't. You know, they they couldn't. You know function together I guess yeah um, but that sucks that Lloyd Banks feels that way I think he's right and I think he it's, he has nobody to blame but himself on it well yeah I mean it, if you want to make music you you, you would have made music yeah that's exactly. what it comes down you'd, to you'd find a team who supports you you get a manager who knows what they're doing I'm sure you know, he's got some, some money sort of independent to like label. do these things too it's like he doesn't want it's I think it's there it's like he hasn't no, if you're the only thing you're doing in terms of putting out music, if if your only rollout is to upload a mixtape, and that's that, and you're doing no sort of promotion, you're not doing any sort of radio interviews, yeah. you're not putting yourself out there, you're not touring. What who who do you have to blame but yourself? You know, um, so it sucks that he feels that way. But it's like, dude, if you really feel otherwise, you should actually put some time into it. I know it's you know because he's been away for so long, it's going to take him a little bit longer than he probably wants to, but. If you really want it, you know, you can get it. And people are getting it right now, so... Yeah. If it's not him, it's going to be somebody else. Yeah. Well, uh, so, speaking of tweets, uh, Joyner Lucas is doing a $500 a day charity. That's dope. But it's a lot of mixed signals. Well, um, if you didn't know, so Joyner Lucas is... He's doing this month-long thing. It's kind of like... I think uh, XXX Tentacion did something like this before, and I think it's kind of popular. It's it's like it's showing you it's showing rappers that they care about people. You know, it's like give them some money, have them kind of like you know like care about people. His Joiner's take is you know he's giving five hundred dollars to single mothers to help them you know feed their kids and you know just take a little bit of that stress away. I love it. I think it's dope. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it, whether it be him personally giving it from the heart, you know, or his manager telling him, "Hey, this is how you get some like more publicity." I don't know what it is. I think it's great. Um, the mixed signals is coming from s- fucking assholes. <laughs> assholes. Well, so some people are saying that it, it it's not enough money. So it's just like yeah. Well, he had somebody. I think I yeah I read that where he he had some chick I guess saying like. You know, five hundred dollars ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like get the fuck out of here. I would love. $500 yeah, if someone gave me five hundred dollars right now, I'd be like, All if right, somebody cool. cash at me five hundred dollars, oh. I would be jumping for fucking joy. Yeah. So clearly, like her kid is not starving because she's got money. Yeah. Because <laughs> five hundred dollars would change a lot in my life. Yeah. You know, 
So yeah, so, so like send us five hundred dollars when you watch this. Yeah, no, send it to you know credit. Actually, credit doesn't need it. No, let's get correct. This man five hundred dollars. He may not have a kid, but man's struggling right now. Um, no, nah, I'm good. Real quick, how's that job? How's that job? Uh, it's very nine to five like. Yeah, Craig just got a new job. He's he's a temp doing yeah. design work. Well, it's like marketing coordinator stuff, like a robotics company. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I'm how, not gonna name names. How do you like sucking the man's dick? Honestly, it's it's pretty easy and it pays well, so I'm, I'll do it for now. And cheap whore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> Fuck Stick you. To it. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking about before? Oh, Jonah Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the other thing, and that's one thing, like somebody just talking shit and saying like $500 ain't shit is one thing, whatever. Fuck you, you have your opinion. I'm pissed at, so have you read the parts where dudes are literally setting up their account, like a, a fake profile to make it seem like they're Jonah Lucas? Yeah, and that's crazy. That's chicks so wild. that profile up, they be like, well, this chick did some crazy for that 500 What are you willing to do? And so they're trying to extort these girls into like That's essentially crazy. doing some porn, you know, trying to pose like Jordan Lucas. My question is when that, let's say if the chick was like, all right, I'll do it. And she sells up to wherever it is that they're, you guys and are doing this and doesn't see Joyner there. Like, like, how do you explain that? Yeah. Oh, where's Joyner? I wanted to. It's so you know, fucked because it's like, dude just wants to do something positive and like, and then you get these grimy dudes, people, like, grimy like, dudes. Like, Holy shit! Yeah, it makes me lose. Yeah, it, it makes me lose faith in humanity. Yeah, it's, it's just made it's wild. Do the same. Wild to me. So yeah, I feel like if that, those people, I don't know, there's got to be someone to attract these people <laughs> and out them. You know, like, yeah, like some sort of IP address or some shit where you can like out these fucking creeps. Yeah, it's um, fucked. Because that is that is next level fucked. Especially if some girls like, you know, God forbid, is like, uh, you know, has low enough self esteem and, and really really needs that money. You know, and and then they're doing it because they think like for the moment, like they they need that five hundred. That would be unfortunate. Yeah, that would be very unfortunate. And if I was joiner, I'd feel terrible because like something I started and created for positivity ends up like making this girl essentially do something she really didn't want to do for money. You know, that's that's something terrible to have on your conscience for trying to do something positive. Yeah. So I hope that yeah, nobody could talk. I'm kind of curious on like how he feels. About that, how I mean, who feels like Jonah Lucas? Oh, he's feels fucking about, like, Fucking people just fucking it all up. For he's him. livid. He, he's you been. Po- that's how I know about it. He's been posting about it. Yeah, you know, he's saying like this is fucking grimy. So if you're out there and you're following Joiner and you want that five hundred, just if he asks you to do anything fucking weird, it's not Joiner. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. That's fucked up. But speaking of news that's kind of fucked up uh so former uh takashi 69's manager just got sentenced to 15 years in jail yeah shoddy yeah yeah that sucks yeah but they what were you gonna do yeah they were, that whole situation is, is crazy that's I wouldn't want to run into Shadi, that's for sure. No, I would not fuck with those dudes. So I got nothing to say. <laughs> Sorry to hear what happened. In, yeah. Not going to say anything negative. Yeah, no, just, it is you know, what it is. Free Shadi, I guess. <laughs> you know. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks for Shadi, you know. Um, you know, he did some shit. Uh, he took a... He took a, a 
roll the dice on Takashi, and I feel like that's what really got him locked up. I feel like if he was out there, well, not really, because I guess the FBI was following him for a while before even yeah, Takashi I mean, came yeah, around. They, they were but Takashi definitely did not help. Yeah, you know that definitely. That's well, yeah, I mean, it put a bunch of attention on them, you know. Um, but I, apparently, Takashi Six Nine, he his role in the the gang was to make money for the gang. And that's mm-hmm. why they like. They basically invested in his career to make money. It's pretty crazy. That sounds like a great business plan. What are you talking yeah. about? But no. But then after that, they were doing a bunch of illegal shit. Well, I think they were doing illegal shit before Takashi, right? And well, then yeah. Takashi came around because he was looking for the the um, the clout, and they gave him the clout he needed, and then they were just milking Takashi. That sounds like yeah. a great business plan. Is that what you're gonna do to me? I've been doing that to you already. And just you know, milking you, milking you for all your work. <laughs> um, I think the interesting thing about, I mean, it sucks that Shadi got 15 years. I really have nothing to say aside from that sucks. Yeah. Um, um, you did some shit. You rolled the dice. You try to, you know, provide a better living quickly by doing something that could get you arrested, and you got caught. Probably because you got somebody who's like sticks out of sticks out like a sore thumb, you know, making your money for you. Yeah. Um, I the, the that whole part the thing that I think just recently came out that I'm more like that's fucked up and that makes me not want to that makes me even hate Takashi even more um, is they it, it just came out I think that Takashi was beating on his ma- baby mother for quite some time I think 2011 to 2018 they said that Takashi has had incidences where he's put hands on his baby mother Jesus and that's that's terrifying seven years of of, of being beaten by a fucking clown haired asshole yeah <laughs> you know shit that small little dude um man that's sad yeah um so yeah that that I on some level I kind of fuck with Takashi cause I thought what he did was uh, like just a little bit entertaining I can't lie I was, yeah I mean I, I was, was on Instagram I was, kind of, I was into it I was yeah. on Instagram <laughs> I was enjoying some of his yeah. antics yeah um but like the, this is the shit that you don't hear from some people it's like, yeah, he was an asshole on Instagram, but just asshole enough to be funny and entertaining. But what about the part of him that literally beats the mother of his child for years? And you gotta, you years. gotta think like, you know, obviously that part of his character clearly comes from somewhere, you know, and yeah, you know, probably stems from his personal life of doing shit like that. He's so. had quite the fucked up personal life. Yeah, you know, his dad, you know, his dad dying in front of him. At like a young age, like him being so depressed that he didn't eat anything and pretty much was, you know, waiting to die, you know, and then transforming himself into Zakashi and, and being what he was and then yeah. getting raided and locked up by the FBI and now probably spending most of your life in prison unless he snitches on everybody and, and somehow gets away. And now he's on the you know witness protection program if he does that. Quite a fucking life. Holy shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's fucked up. Um, I wonder when when is his trial? Do you know? Uh, it's coming up. Uh, I think uh, next week, September sixteenth. I wonder what happens. I don't know. Like, does it? Do, do they give him like an? I wonder if they give him like a sentence. Because I want to know how long it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. I, it'll probably be a bit. I think. I mean, he's probably staying like a canary, so he's probably not gonna get more than shoddy. I don't see him getting more than fifteen years. I don't see him getting fifteen either. Well, I, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, if he snitched on. Shoddy or like what happened, but he snitched on everybody. Is my guess. Singing yeah. in there. Um, 
But yeah, that's... Because it's like, why would Shotty get 15 years before him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll keep you updated, I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll say nice things about Shotty because we're scared of him, but... He's in jail for 15 years. <laughs> Critter thinks Shotty's a bitch. He said oh, it. He was you, telling dude. me this before the podcast. He's saying it could take him. I didn't say that. Yeah, he did. I got it on video. He didn't. Shotty, <laughs> come after this guy. Get rid of him. All right. What's the next topic? I'm gonna... What do you want to talk about next? What's next? Uh, we can talk about... J2? Um... I'm just going to wait till last to do okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Want to talk about Missy Elliott's Sway interview? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I thought this was a good topic to talk about because, like, I love um, whenever I'm interviewing a rapper, just, like, having a conversation with somebody who raps, I always under, like want to know their creative process. Um, I always find that interesting because, like, you know, rappers are writers, you know, and I always want to know, you know, the the difference between a writer who writes film and a writer who writes, you know, like raps or poetry or what have you. Um, and with hip hop, I think it's interesting because like a lot of the rappers that I've asked, like, you know, about their writing process or who they're listening to or who they are influenced from, a lot of them kind of, one, they'll either mention the legends, like, you know, the Tupac and the Biggies and stuff like that. Or two, um, and I've gotten this response a few times, they'll say like, I try not to listen to other people because I don't want their music to influence my music. Um, I've gotten that response multiple. That's probably like if I that, I got that response maybe fifty percent of the time, and then fifty percent of the time I get other responses. So it's pretty big that you know in terms of rappers who don't want to be influenced by other people's music. And so I was listening to Missy Elliott's interview on Sway, and her process is really very similar, only like with a unique twist. Um, Missy grew up uh, an only child. And she says that she spent, like, a lot of time alone by herself um, growing up. And as a kid, obviously, like, you just, you know, you, you need somebody there with you to kind of, you know, keep your overactive brain going. And, you know, all your creativity has got to go somewhere. So she made imaginary friends up. And she had, like, a slew of imaginary friends growing up. Um, she's kind of one of those people. Um, did you have an imaginary friend when you grew up? I don't think so, no. Hmm. <laughs> like, wow. You're like, what? I did. I did, you know. I mean, it's not like I had enough brothers. I have a lot of brothers and sisters, but I also had an imaginary friend. Like, I had can an tell, overactive tell, imagination. Tell me about your imaginary friend. Um, want to talk about My imaginary bit? friend was, like, the bizarre world me, pretty much. It wasn't... There's not much there. It's just, like, me, only, like, not me, and somebody I can talk to, you know? So it was just, like, whatever was happening in my brain, I would just like to say it out loud to somebody who's there. Um, and that person, I just imagined me, like, some bizarre version of me. As if I had like the shining, like a clown the suit. shining, yeah, <laughs> me in a clown suit, which I've seen before. Yeah, it's a photo out there somewhere. Unfortunately, but um, no, but Missy, in terms of her, like her creative process, she was talking about how she grew up an only child and had like an overactive imagination, imaginary friends, so on and so forth. Where she thinks that like added a lot to her, like how she comes up with like words because she has a lot of like different things that she says that's like really like just out there and weird but then they sound really yeah. dope on records you know um and she talks about how when she's in the process of creating her music she kind of locks herself out from her outside world and lets her whatever's happening in her brain kind of be her muse so whatever she did take in from media 
you know, if when she's locking herself up in the outside world, like anything that she took in comes out somewhere, you know, growing car growing up watching cartoons as a kid, like that some of those aspects will come up there, like yeah. you know, stuff that maybe she's encountered before, experienced before, but maybe not at the moment. So she closes herself off from the world and lets her imagination. I mean her music's free. definitely authentic, like oh, absolutely it's I bizarre, it's like yeah, I don't it's think its own that, thing. Yeah, I don't think we gave Miss Your Flowers. I really, I, I, she just got the Vanguard Award, the um, you know the MTV Award, the yeah. Vanguard Award, which is a, a high honor, but nobody watches award shows yeah, anymore, like, so it's not no like that high of an honor anymore. Um, at least I don't watch award shows. I feel like anymore. it used to be. No, I mean their their ratings were the lowest ever this yeah. year. So it's a different era. I don't think yeah. we're looking for. No one watches like cable. No like, one watches exactly. So like, they got to figure out a new way to like award people if they're gonna award yeah. people. But I do think that Missy Elliott deserves her flowers while she's still here. And she's still making music, thank God. Uh, I do think she, in terms of, like, artists in general, not just female hip-hop. Because she's one of my favorite artists, period. No female, no nothing. She's just one of my favorite artists, period. She's super revolutionary in terms of the music that she makes. Super creative. Always makes something you could dance to. But she's just, she's got all the talent in the world. Uh, I just feel like when people bring up, like, greatest rappers of all time, or, you know, greatest hip-hop artists of all time... For whatever reason, I don't hear her name enough. I she never, no one ever brings her up as much as they should because yeah. I really do think she's created a lot of like the really dope hip hop landscapes of the '90s and the early 2000s. You know, but she was a well, like, yeah. I mean, growing up, you would always hear yeah, like her music. Give her her fucking flowers. Yeah. Uh, so where is Vic Mensa? Where is he? What happened to him? You must know. The Curious Case of Vic Mensa. Um, yeah. Where'd he go? I don't know if he, he ever came. You know what I'm saying? Have you listened to internet tapes before? Honestly, I'm not very versed in his music. I am. I'm gonna say that now. I am. He's only had one good album. And that was his very first album. Um, I, I take it back. I'm not well versed in his music. His first album is great. I try to listen to his other shit. It wasn't as good. And the more shit he puts out, the worse it gets. <laughs> so um, I just, I feel like his potential when he released that first album was like, you can feel it. You can sense it. It was great. Yeah. Um, what the fuck happened to him though? Holy shit. I think this is a reference to like, if you've seen, just look up Vic Mensa's most recent videos and, and just music. It's just, it's just not him. I feel like he's just, it seems like his manager, maybe his manager, I don't know, maybe it's just him. Like, he's telling him tell to do different things. Like, oh, if you do this, or if you look like this, if you say this, people will embrace you. And he's kind of going with, like, whatever he thinks is, like, he's trying to read the climate and trying to pick something that kind of fits when fits in with the outsiders. And it looks so fucking corny. Yeah. It just, it just looks so fucking corny. Um, and I don't think people are fucking with it. Well, clearly, I mean, we haven't seen him in a while. I think, you know, I think his last was it the last video, the one where he dressed like Kellyanne Conway. He was like this blonde-haired woman yeah. in a dress. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I think he, he was trying to do the whole like weird rapper thing. You know, it's just like because it's like, and people. I, I'm not saying that you know, like I'm I'm a fan of everybody. I'm not saying that it's weird for a man to dress like a woman. Um, no, but to it, each their own. But for him, it feels not authentic. It feels, it feels like, not authentic. It like, seems like he's doing it for the clickbait, which makes yeah. it fucking gross. Yeah, he's literally selling his like. It's not for dignity. for like art. It's for just 
fucking sales. And he claims and to be like this woke, you know, woke rapper, like he knows shit. Yeah. I the whole XXS Tentacion thing, he could go fuck himself with that. Cuz do you know about that? I know a little bit about it. Do you want to like yeah, so recap on it? Yeah. So Vic pretty much said after this is after X died, after X got murdered, he's pretty much like Saying we shouldn't even celebrate an artist like X. Why Why are people celebrating this man's life when he was a piece of shit? Because he beat this pregnant woman. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, there's a point to be made there that's accurate. Like, part of me says, fuck you, X, you fucked up. The other part of me says, you know, there's he was rehabilitating and becoming a better person and growing up. He was only like, he's in his teens, you know, so he still has a long life to live. You can turn over a new leaf. I, people deserve second chances. But Vic, after, you know, X died and pretty much, you know, was taken, you know, his second chance was taken away from him, Vic is pretty much kicking dirt on his grave. Um, nobody fucked with it. It was the dumbest thing you could say because it really kind of even pushed his career further into the fucking cliff. Yeah. And I think, you know, and his mother, I think, was in the audience also when he said some shit like that. Like, it was the most disrespectful shit ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he dresses like Kellyanne Conway. You know, he dresses like a punk rocker. He does... He's just like, I, maybe it's one of these, like, you know, uh, like I said, like, just trying to fit in, just trying so to trying everything go with out, the time, you see know, what like works. The, that, like, um, uh, you know, the, the, move, the movement, the Me Too movement kind of thing, like, that whole thing. But he also, I think, I'm pretty sure if you look it up, he also beat his ex. He put hands on his ex. He put hands on a woman before. So it's like, what are you, like, what's your message here? Because you're yeah. saying this person who's got murdered, who... Got taken his, sec- his got his second chance take away from me. Saying that that person fucking could go fuck himself. What about you, dude? Yeah, I, I'm pretty like, sure you put your hands on your woman too. Preach what you so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, not to say that that's what ruined his career, but if you look at the curious case of Vic Mensa, one being a fucking poser is probably not the way to go. He's not being true to yourself, and I'm sure there's other gimmicks in hip hop, like other rappers who have a gimmick that's not yeah. really who they are. Happens. But I th- I don't think people I think people can sniff it out when it comes to Vic. Do you consider him part of the like the SoundCloud movement sort of? Would you put him in that category? Yeah, I th- I sort of yeah. put him there. I th- I think he's like I it's unfortunate because Internet Tapes was fucking great, but yeah I think so. But one of the failed ones, which is weird because like yeah. how do you fail before Lil Pump fails? Yeah. Um, so that yeah. sucks. Yeah, and he, um, and Lil Pump's still going, and yeah, I just think I just out, think Vic so. is a little bit too inauthentic, and that's what people weren't really picking up on his shit. I think his first album was people off- read through it, you know. It's like I, they it's do, the way it is. they do. I, I feel like they do. I, I hate to say it, but like people just they smell like you know somebody who's trying to fit in rather than somebody who's being themselves. Yeah, and I, I really do feel like as an artist, if you're if people feel like you're following a trend rather than setting the trend. That's when people stop listening to you. I feel like that's when people start losing respect for you because you're you're not being true to who you are. And I think that's why Vic has been falling off continuously because he's trying to fight his way, um, you know, to notoriety, but he's doing so by not being himself, and that's why he keeps falling. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so next and last piece of news that I want to talk about. This is the last piece of news. What, what we got? What do we got? We got Mac Miller's drug dealer that sold him the drugs that he overdosed on was arrested. That's a tough one. Yeah. What do you feel about it? I feel like I've been rambling. Um, 
I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, that dude could be keep, you know, he's selling fake drugs, you know, not drugs that he intended to buy. Do you think he knew that he was giving away, uh, you know, the, the, the shit he was giving away with fentanyl and everything, wasting it? Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, I hope he didn't know, but if he did, that's fucked up, you know? What do you think should be his punishment? I have no idea. Because, like, I, I, like, Mac Miller is, like, like... He's your god. I love Mac Miller. You know, it's a white man who with his music. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, this one's a tough one, for sure. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's a tough one. Um, I don't think that... I'm going to let me say that because it seems like if you read the text, it seems like these two people, Mac and the drug dealer, knew each other well. So I highly doubt that this drug dealer knew what was actually in the, the, the pills that he got him. Um, I very much doubt it. I think accidents happen, and unfortunately, if you're, if you're in that profession, if you're a drug dealer, you should know what's in your product, yeah. especially when you're selling to celebrities. They're, they were saying like half of what he gave him were fentanyl, and the, the other half was like oxycodone. Yeah. And he just happened to take the fentanyl ones. Ugh. Which sucks. That sucks. But, I mean, like I said, if you're a drug dealer, you should know what you're giving away your celebrity yeah. clients. Yeah. <laughs> like, these guys are well-known. Like, it's not like this is just, like, some druggie down the street who yeah. dies. Like, maybe, you know, the person's mother will care about them. Like, this is Matt we're talking about. This is a celebrity. Yeah. You know, you're in Hollywood. So, if you're a drug dealer, you better know what the fuck you're selling somebody. This dude didn't, and now he's dealing with the consequences. That's the, it's easy. That's, that's the way it is. Yeah. Um... I don't think it's it's his fault for not knowing what was in the drugs. Um, I don't think it's his fault for Mac Miller dying per se. Like, I, I think he, I think he added to Mac Miller's death, but I think you also have to look at Mac Miller and been like, you asked him for drugs, so you, you're putting yourself up there. Like, you know the risk of when, especially when it comes to like the shit that like Mac was taking. And stuff, yeah. Like, you know, this isn't weed we're talking about. You're, yeah. t- you, you're popping too many pills. Shit could go left. Um, so I don't think this drug dealer is like a hundred percent responsible for the death of Mac Miller. I think his negligence, um, which I think should be punishable by some sort of, you know, jail time of some sort. Uh, I don't think he deserves, personally, I don't think he deserves to get like some sort of murder or manslaughter charge. Um, I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not. Are you like, I like, are you glad that he was caught or like, I don't know because I don't think it's not like he's some sort of serial killer on the loose. I don't think the American public is is you know at risk of being hurt by this guy. I just think that he made a terrible decision and he needs to pay for the consequences, whatever they should be. Um, I on one some level, I kind of you know not feel for the guy, but I I can see like if he's just uh trying to make you know some living selling like people in Hollywood do drugs. <laughs> yes, yeah, it happens. No. Holy shit, like, yeah. it happens. You can you can get rid of this guy, but somebody else will sell drugs to a celebrity because they're all they're the one looking for the drug. Mac hit this guy up looking for the drug. So is it this guy's fault that Mac Miller died, or is it Mac Miller's fault that he died? You know, Mac Miller he tried to go to rehab, he tried to clean himself up, he couldn't, and ultimately he died because he couldn't quite clean himself up. Yeah. I don't think that's on the drug dealer. I just think drug, the drug dealer his negligence added to Mac Miller's death. I don't think he's 100% at fault. So 
honestly, I didn't care whether or not he got he was found and arrested. But now that he's arrested, I just think he's he got he has to face the consequences of his actions. I don't I don't think that he's re- directly responsible for Mac Miller dying. Though I think he's uh, he you know he's a accomplice of Mac Miller's death. I think Mac Miller killed Mac Miller, which sucks. But it, that's what happens when you when you you know you go into that hole of, of, of drug addiction. You know people don't come out from that. It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so let's talk about uh. J2's re- so J2 did another battle <laughs> so um, I like this battle way more than the last me too one, so it's, yeah. yeah it had way more like energy I think I, I found myself laughing like if you want to if you guys at home want to watch a very good rap battle um, go watch J2 um, versus what was the guy's name Los Fidel yeah and it's it's through uh, GZ Battles so check it out on their YouTube channel. If you want to be entertained by a good battle, go watch that one because that one is—you <laughs> could tell J two had something to drink that night. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, he was fucking—he was holding he a henny bottle, yeah. like a little henny bottle. Um, he was on. Yeah. Holy shit, he was on. And Los Padre yeah. did his thing. He was great. He was good too. He was yeah. great. I think because um, uh, spoiler alert: if you are watching the battle, third round, Los Padre kind of. Drops the ball a little bit. He kind of forgets his V lines, and yeah. ultimately he chokes, and that's why I feel like Jay definitely got handed the one. I think even if Los Fidel didn't drop the ball there, I, th- I still think Jay had him the whole time. Yeah, I just think but um, he gave him a battle. It, it was pound for pound. Like these two were bringing their best stuff. The totally. thing with Jay, he's just like he's clever in like a just a weird way. Like it's like I don't know. It's just like authentic in a. In a I know what it is. You know what I mean? He's like he just great with the camera presence. If you watch his videos and this, I mean, camera presence, but audience presence also the thing. Like he plays to the audience, he plays to the camera, and then he plays to yeah, it like breaks the fourth wall and everything. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's... So so he he's able to like kind of engage people as he's yeah. like doing you know these punchlines and these setups with the punchlines and everything. So I think that's why he's such a uh, number one. That's why he's been winning these battles. But number two, that's why, you know, he's as good as he is because he, he's not just, like, saying... Because, I mean, if you look at a lot of these rap battles, like, the content is... is it's a... Sometimes it's, like, a like, for me. 75 to 85% of the time, it's some sort of violence in the lyrics. So it's yeah. not like it's anything new that's happening. Like, it's not like, you know, some new way of hurting somebody's being thought of at the time. It's yeah. just a lot like, of, like, gun, gun talk, motions like, and I'll, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Honestly, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But the way he de- Jay delivers it is what really separates him from his yeah. competitors. Like, he'll mention those things, but then he'll mention some other shit along with it. Or he'll, like, act... Yeah, well, he just, like, my favorite or thing... Or be, like, like, sort of theatrical and, like... That's what yeah, it is. That's it what is. I like about it. He's theatrical yeah. with his shit. Like, yeah. when he has a punchline and it hits and it does yeah. hit, he'll play out the punchline. Like, he'll... I'll have you seize and then he'll do like the season thing. Yeah. Like he's got like all these little things that he does that kind of plays up the punchline even more. Yeah. Um, it makes me laugh as I'm watching it. And when, if I'm laughing, that means the other person's losing. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. It's like Jay's bread and butter is that. Like, also, that um, you know, when Louis Fidel brings up like the bar, his bars are like tender. Jay brought that up. Like people doing that, like, like it's just a shitty, like, thing it's been done and he mentioned it weeks prior to the battle yeah and that dude fucking clearly didn't listen to the podcast yeah clearly didn't listen to the pod um which i understand shit about him too critter you can run your mouth about him too he's not watching the podcast 
Yeah. You, know, you can uh. you, you can fight him and Shadi at the same time. But, <laughs> uh, no. Um, no, but uh, you know, I shout out to Los Fidel. I think he did his thing. Yeah, he um, definitely killed it's it. It's unfortunate that he forgot like some of uh, what we were saying in the third round because I think he was. Yeah, I think it was the last I think round. Between, he... I think he did amazing rounds one and two, and I think he would have yeah. had he remembered what he was trying to say in round three. I think he like it would have been it would have been a, a lot, lot closer, lot closer of, yeah. you know, of, than what it was. Um, Having said that, though, I love the way, like, just his rapping ability. Um, he's not as theatrical as Jay, but, like, he still has that presence. Um, he's not to be, he's not, he's not to be fucked with either. He's, yeah. he's good. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking doubt that dude at all. Like, if I'm, if I'm competing against him in the rap battle, I better do my fucking homework. Yeah. Will Swedell came in, he was, he was ready. Yeah. But Jay, too, just had that, he just had, he was... He was on something else. He was on that Henny. He was on the Henny. <laughs> that, he had a, that Henny made that nice liquid courage. Like he was, he was ready to fucking go. My favorite tidbit about the whole thing, about the whole battle, is it was, I think, the last battle of the night. And, the and they venue, had to do it outside. Yeah, the, the venue had a close-up shop. And they were like, They kicked gotta, everybody out and they had to go. do it in the parking lot. <laughs> so they did it out in the parking lot. That was funny. That I think that's cool. That adds to it, for sure. Um, so... There was a couple of records, new records that came out. Nice, um, yes. One big one, uh, Post Malone's new record. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? There was a lot of features on there. The best record on the record is Sunshine with him and uh, Sway, which came out, Sway Lee, which came out, you know, with Spider-Man, you know, that the animated Spider-Man movie. I like the song "Die" for me, but um, the thing—the thing about Post Malone—he makes these like amazing hooks. But when you have a whole album of his music, I just—I don't know. I don't—I don't agree with that when it came to his last album, "Beer Bongs and Bentley." I fucking love that album. Yeah, I think this album sucked. If we're being honest, I think this song, this album, sounded like what you're saying—like a lot of the same shit. And a lot of the shit that a lot of the shit that was on the album was poppy as fuck too. Yeah, there was just a lot of poppy shit with some like features from some pretty good rappers like the baby was on us when was on a song. Um, a few other rappers that you know he had a few rappers that kind of like added the rap element to it, but he wasn't rapping all that much on this one either. Like he, yeah, he, he did would, very yeah. little rapping on this. It album. was mostly just singing. It was mostly singing and some pop shit. Like it wasn't doing that like because I don't mind the like the the rap melody type. Stuff that he does, I like. I like it. I thought it was. I thought that that was his bread and butter until yeah. this album came out. He's got a I lot mean, of good reviews. On I this mean, one. maybe like he want to switch it up and want to do something different. Well, if he but... did, he sucked. I'm saying it, but he's his sales right. are saying otherwise. Yeah, he's doing Drake numbers right now. Well, the thing is, like, people love him, so it, you know, he's a. I I can't tell if they love him because his last album was so good, so they listened yeah. to this album because the last album was awesome. I have to say, I don't think I've heard a song from the this record on the radio yet. Besides the one, the Spider-Man song. Yeah, but that's been out for yeah, I know. a while. But that's the best. The fact that that's the best song on the album, and that came out like six months ago. It's like yeah. it says something about the album, in my opinion. The fact that I haven't heard any other song. Anyway, it did. I think it's done You know, 500,000 in a week. Yeah. So it clearly it's very successful, and clearly people are taking it to it, but... I don't. I, I can't. I, like I said, I can't tell if it's because his last one was so good that people are listening to this one, or if people are actually really, really like this album. And I'm just in the minority when it comes to you know not liking it. Yeah, um, I mean, I I listened to it a, a couple times. It's it's catchy at times, but 
Um, yeah, like you said, there there was just like very little like rap elements to it. Yeah. Um, felt like a like a pop record. You know? Yeah, I mean, I've only listened to it one 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 time through, so maybe if I listen to it a few more times, I may end up liking it. But from what I've heard so far, it's not great. Um, I wasn't really all that inspired or into it at, at all. I wasn't vibing with it, bro. I love the song with the Ozzy Osbourne because that dude, he sings the same like. It's crazy, like that he can still like sing like that. Yeah, sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Good for him. Acted like he didn't do drugs all of his life. Yeah. You know? So good for him for staying alive. Yeah. After all those drugs. <laughs> um, I, I didn't like that song, too. I thought yeah, it was cool that he was on it. I yeah, I, I thought it was a cool feature, but... I don't know what I like from the album besides that Sunshine song. I think everything else was kind of meh. Like I said, I'll listen to it again and see what I think. Maybe I'll change my mind. Just, yeah. Eh, it wasn't for me. That release wasn't for me. I have to say, though, because you did mention... Um, to me to listen to like the IDK record um, and I thought it was awesome Is He For Real is the album name for IDK um, it was if you haven't listened to it if you haven't listened to it yet or if you don't know who IDK is literally if, if IDK who IDK is you should check him out um, Is He For Real is the name of the album it was that is a banger yeah, that no, I was banger. like not. It wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Um, a lot of these DMV rappers are coming out and like they're hell. They're bringing some heat. Him, um, Goldlink, and him and Goldlink have some, some. There's some similarities in their sound, which I'm not sure if it's like a DMV vibe or if they just have sort of similar influences. I'm getting a so IDK. I'm getting a sort of um, like a Kanye West slash childish. Gambino vibe to him, mm-hmm. like it's it's cool and maybe some a little bit of like Tyler the Creator yeah, a little bit yeah. with the eight oh eights and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was cool. I remember I that record. Um, favorite record? Let me see. Um, I, what was the second? I think the second song on the album was my favorite record. Um, I forgot what that song is. I think Julie was it Juliet. Um, was also a very good song about his mother. Um, that was really good. Yeah. Um, Forty two hundred choices. Yep. I really like that song. That song in the car slaps. Um, and I thought porno was good. I thought porno was. Oh good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. I was food shopping last night and I was listening to it. It was. It was kind of. It was a good uh, choice because yeah. I hate food shopping. So. I obviously look at me. I love food shopping. Um, Julia, Julia was a good, good one. Also, it's the last song on the album. I will say this. I mean, I feel like this episode, for whatever reason, I've been talking a lot of shit. Maybe it's because recording in a different time, and you're just it's, catching me. It's late. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in that weird nighttime vibe where I'm just talking all the shit in the world. I love the album. Some of the skits in IDK's new album. Honestly, I'm just like, uh, I'm not a big fan of skits. I, multiple people have said that to me, and I get it. This one, it I takes me out of the record when they do it. He was trying to do that miseducation of Lauren Hill thing. I don't think it was really working for this. Yeah, it was like the last album, Julia. He goes into like colors and like some theory about like how what how you perceive colors as being and how you perceive colors as being, and then somehow trying to like equate it to God existing. 
the logic got lost. What about on me people somewhere. like that are like colorblind and shit uh, like that? The, the, yeah, the logic <laughs> like, got lost on me somewhere. I was like, yeah, I kind of got where he was going with like I see red differently, you see red differently. Like how my red is different from your red, and he's yeah, like, but... you know, and then he was like, you know, so how how does God not exist or something like that? I was like, what? Like how would we get here? I, yeah, how do we get yeah. here? Like I need a chart to show me like where like, yeah. you're going with that because I didn't know you were going there. And then the album ends, and he's like, okay, well I guess. God exists. All right. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't feeling the skits. Yeah. The album is dope. The beats are sick. He's an amazing rapper. I could have done without the skits. Yeah. Again, I'm just not a big fan of skits in general. Like, I love a good skit. I'm I'm all for a good skit, but it's gotta be good. No. Like if it's not like a like Miseducation of Long Hill, they they took that like what IDK tried to do. And it was it's it was great because it sounded authentic. It seemed like it was recorded in a class with like young children and this yeah. great teacher like knew how to get them to kind of explore love and other things in life. Um, IDKs just kind of sounded a little forced. There's just somebody trying to be philosophical and thinking stuff, but they're just really high and their their thoughts are a little bit scattered. So they, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. I was they like, think I, it's I like profound, but it's yeah, like not. They, yeah, they think it's very profound, but it's just them being really fucking yeah. stoned. That's what it sounded like. I was just like, I could do without that. Yeah. Um, who else did I listen to? I just listened. I won't talk too much about it because I'm still working my way through it. Rhapsody's new album sounds really good. I'd check it out. Yeah, Eve. It sounds really good. Um, I'm only like halfway through it. Um, if you're a huge hip-hop head, if you like lyricism, uh, check out Rhapsody's new album. It sounds super dope so far. Um, but I haven't... I won't, I won't, I'll hold off more comments until later because I'm still working my way through it. Cool. But, you know, it's halfway through. It sounds great. Um, who else did I listen to? I feel like there was something else on the site. IDK we talked about. Talked about Post Malone, um, and we talked about Rhapsody. I, th- I feel like there was somebody else I listened to. Oh, I'm, I want to listen to the new Sir album. I've listened to a few like songs on it. It sounds amazing, but I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Um, but I'll be out on the lookout for that. What about you? What do you think of all this shit? You haven't said much about the any of these albums. I've said stuff. Um, Say it again. I repeat it for everyone. Um, I honestly I haven't really been listening to too much music. I've actually been listening to like more podcast stuff. Oh, um, yeah. You suck. I know. I'm a fucking poser. So what do you got to say? What, what albums did you listen to besides Post Malone's? Because that's your boy. Well, I listened to that because you told me to. Yeah. You listened IDK because you told me to. You didn't listen to Rhapsody. You didn't tell me to listen to Rhapsody. Why do I got to tell you to listen to shit? Because you're the boss. Ugh. It's your world, man. I'm just living in it. I know. It seems like that. Yeah. So you got nothing else? No no other hip-hop shit you listen to? No, I've not been listening to much. I've been listening to a little bit of the St. John record that just Mm. came out. Pretty good. I haven't listened to it. I actually like his record before better, but this one's not bad. So, is it just one song they released? No, full album is out. Oh, really? Yeah. I so you say the album is good, or he has a song with Meek Mill that's like fucking dope. No. So, no. big fan of that. So, word. Yeah. Cool. All right, moving on. Moving well, on. We uh we covered everything, so. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Did we really? Yeah. Uh, let me just double check. Let me see if there's any final thoughts. 
Remember that from Jerry Springer? Final thought when... Final thought. Jerry would get all fucking deep. Yeah. <laughs> you piece of shit. Like, you just had literally a bunch of rednecks fight each other over, like, who's the father. And now you want to give us a final thought, like, that's, like, like super, like, like, you know, heady and fucking, like, you're some sort of guru. Fucking yeah. asshole. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think we covered everything. Yeah. We had, um, a, lot, we had a lot of stuff to go over, so... Yeah. If you somehow stuck through all that... Congratulations to you. Um, Thank you. If you are a fan of the podcast and you haven't yet, please like, subscribe, comment, tell us how you really feel, tell us what we can do to improve. Also, um, we have some new merch up and you should buy some. Crit is trying to tell you shit or sell you shit. Uh, that's well, you know, people ask me about merch and I made some merch. Critter's like that guy that you run into after not seeing him for like 10 years, and he'll be like, yo, we should link up, and then you try to link up with him, and then he'll take you to like some like uh, pyramid scheme type shit. That's what, that's what Critter is. <laughs> I've never done a pyramid scheme in my life. But just know that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with Critter. He's that guy. <laughs> not true. So buy the shirts. It's just fucking merch. <laughs> that's all it is. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast this week. I, it, we do have a few guests coming up, special guests, so stay tuned. Um, it will be very interesting. Some very, very talented people. We won't say yet who it is, but stay tuned because we will have more but interviews coming But within the up. next couple weeks, yeah, we'll have some new people on. So, Word. All right, y'all. Peace.